Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Objective brought to you by the Ayn Rand Center UK, where we apply the philosophy of objectivism to everything, mostly current events. And today, we're going to apply it to a controversial topic. Uh, once again, Clarence Thomas uh, is uh, under, under the scrutiny of the left-wing media and left-wing politicians who are claiming that he's, uh, they're implying that he's taking lots of bribes and he's 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 he's, uh, he's pulling in a lot of funds from people that they that they consider to be unethical or potentially unethical the other side of course says that there was an accounting error in one in one respect that he for you know didn't put something on but none of these uh none of these monies that he's been accepting or gifts or, or plane trips have been in any way in conflict with uh his job as a Supreme Court justice. I find it interesting that many of these accusations are coming down the pike on the heels of President Biden spending weekends on uh, billionaires' uh, uh, estates, uh, multiple billionaires' estates, um, uh, and uh, for a man who has a clear history of of profiteering from his uh, his union with businessmen and and the state. Uh, no such evidence exists that that is the case for Clarence Thomas, but he has been a much abused member of the Supreme Court for many reasons. I think we're gonna, we should probably get into the, as much of the history of uh, Clarence Thomas's experience with the Supreme Court from the Anita Hill incident all the way to the present day where the left has just been trying to get him ousted for many, many, many years. To help me unpack this, our resident legal scholar, former prosecutor, James Valiant, James, how are you doing today? You said you were doing very good. You said it in French, uh, very good <laughs> French, by the way. Oh, merci. I am doing spectacularly well these days. How about yourself, Mark? Doing pretty good, I have to say. So what, yeah. what do you think about this? What do you think yeah. about this persecution of, of Clarence Thomas? I feel like I'm editorializing, but then the article in the Intelligencer was not objective journalism. If you read that article, it was a scurrilous attack on a man. Tell, tell, tell us about Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, of course, being the first black conservative put on the Supreme Court. He was the second African-American named to the Supreme Court after Thurgood, the legendary Thurgood Marshall. The left went ballistic with the idea that an African-American 30 years ago should be put on the United States Supreme Court. And so they completely smeared him. The uh, evidence is pretty plain. People can look at this. There have been books and articles written on it. Uh, it was a total smear campaign. And it's very reminiscent of the later smear campaigns that they would do. But let's back up even a notch from that. The minute uh, Ronald Reagan and the elder George Bush started putting real conservatives onto the Supreme Court in the late 1980s, the left freaked out. Robert Bork was, we have a new phrase for it, Borked. Uh, ideology became a litmus test. How a Supreme Court justice will decide on particular cases became the sine qua non for Democrats. And if you disagree with them, you're evil. Now, uh, since then, let's back up just, let's do reverse history. Back in 2020, uh, before Roe versus Wade was overturned by the uh, Supreme Court, Senator Chuck Schumer, the Democrat leader of the Senate, said that Justices Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, if they ruled in a way he didn't like, would reap the whirlwind and they would pay a price. They would personally pay a price. 
Now, that tells you everything you need to know about the Democrats' position on the Supreme Court. They've offered in recent years to change the number, to pack the Supreme Court. They want regulatory changes. They need us a, a, a constitutional amendment to change this, but they want to change lifetime tenure. Uh, they, they, have, they have committed uh, themselves to a systematic assault on the legitimacy of the Supreme Court, and that's all this is. Let me back up. You know, I do not normally think uh, that, hey, the other guy did it and you're a hypocrite or you, uh, the other, uh, you're the hypocrite. No, the other guy did it. That kind of nonsensical argument is normally when someone accuses the other guy of doing the same thing and being just a hypocrite. The argument is nonsense, whether it's Trump who lied about classified documents, whether it's Trump who violated constitutional tradition by not. Uh, conceding the uh, election to Joe Biden after the Electoral College, whether it was Trump's business dealings. I don't care what we're talking about. Trump should be prosecuted just as aggressively as Hillary Clinton should have been prosecuted for the same kind of offense or Joe Biden for the same kind of offense on classified documents. Uh, everyone. Should. And this goes back further. Nixon, whether it was Iran Contra, whether it's this congressman who just got elected and lies through his teeth about everything. I think it should be apply across the board, uh, prosecute them if they can be prosecuted under the law for corruption. You know, usually corruption assertions are uh, uh, side uh, track arguments by the partisans anyway. In the case of the Supreme Court and the Democrats, I have to say no. They are engaged in a partisan, one-sided assault on one of the important constitutional elements of our government, namely the Supreme Court, its moral legitimacy, because they don't like the decision. This is a flagrant assault on separation of powers, our constitutional system, and well, the Democrats don't much have respect for our constitution. In the case of Clarence Thomas, there were, look, if I have billionaire friends, can they give me gifts? Sure. And the fact that I'm a government official doesn't stop my friends, even my rich friends, from giving me gifts. And in uh, what they've noted is that several Supreme Court justices have been uh, accepting gifts in this fashion, travel to and from ideological conferences. It happens on both sides. Happens on both sides. But in Clarence's Thomas's case, uh, because his friends are so rich and he's got a couple of friends who really uh, maybe uh, gave him gifts of up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. But these guys are not litigants before the federal court. There is no conflict of interest here. He can have friends. He can have rich friends. He could have rich friends giving him gifts. One of the gifts that they didn't like that Clarence Thomas got happened this year when they flew him to an American Enterprise Institute conference after the Supreme Court was getting death threats, after some madman had crossed the country to uh, 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 possibly kill uh, Justice Kavanaugh in the wake of the overturning of Roe. Now, you know, I fiercely disagree with the conservatives here. It is not me taking a partisan side in terms of the issue. Clarence Thomas, Kavanaugh, and uh, Alito, and uh, they all did the wrong thing as far as I'm concerned on, on Roe versus Wade. I am outraged by it. I regard abortion as a fundamental right. So it is not a question of whether I agree with their politics, but just go back to the nomination process of Justice Kavanaugh. Every single one of those women provably lied lied. They are perfectly willing to throw the credibility of women under the bus. They are perfectly willing to go personally go on a camp, a dishonest uh, campaign smear against a guy who appeared to be uh, a perfectly ethical guy. So I think we got the pattern here. 
The Democrats are on a jihad against conservative justices. They're on a jihad against the legitimacy of this court. And the accusations against Clarence Thomas are just an example of that. Let me put it this way. In recent years, Nancy Pelosi, former uh, Speaker of the House, delayed rules that would have stopped insider trading on the part of Congress, members of Congress. Well, she and her husband have been making, making tens of millions of dollars, dwarfing anything Clarence Thomas got from it. She delayed any such uh, rule changes in the House unless it applied to every government employee because they did, she didn't want them uh, applying to her. How about just Congress people, uh, uh, Mrs. Pelosi? Uh-uh. So she's been on the take in effect from a corruption that sent Martha Stewart to prison, the same behavior that sent Martha Stewart to prison, uh, Nancy Pelosi is saying, no, no, we don't need rules about House members uh, uh, with insider trading. That's just one example. As you pointed out, Biden, tens of millions of dollars from foreign interests have been going funneled into his family for decades now, and the left couldn't care less. And now when you compare the way they describe Clarence Thomas, he has billionaire friends, billionaire friends with a right-wing ideology who've been giving him gifts, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of gifts. Um, when you compare their outrage on that and their utter blindness to Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and all that stuff, it is quite obvious they are cognitively warped. They cannot see the truth. And if anyone is taken in by their nonsense, they themselves are cognitively warped, it seems to me, and unable to see some basic truths here. Uh, Clarence Thomas, as his clerks came out and recently defended him, has he has an ideology. He's been consistent with that ideology, even when it does, goes against his friends. And there's no case that they can say He's argued for because it was this guy. No, he has applied consistently a philosophy of constitutional interpretation, one I happen to disagree with, by the way. I wish it was otherwise. I wouldn't have ruled on Roe the way he did or have be the originalist he was. In fact, I've done recent podcasts criticizing that conservative approach uh, to constitutional interpretation. Nonetheless, despite my disagreements with Kavanaugh and uh, Thomas, it is clear that they have been the victims of a dishonest smear campaign orchestrated by the Democrats in order to undermine the legitimacy of the Supreme Court so they can jam through their uh, uh, reforms because they don't like the direction this new conservative Supreme Court has taken us in. Now, you 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 say earlier, you imply earlier, you didn't say outright, but you, you do say that whataboutism is not an argument and you 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 generally dismiss it. And I've, I've had yes. this discussion with you in the past where I say the whataboutism is pointing out a, a hypocrisy, a two tiered system. And to that respect, the people who are who are claiming, well, look at your guy aren't necessarily saying exonerate mine because your guy got away with it. They're saying your guy's getting away with it. This isn't fair. I'll just give you a couple of examples. You gave us a few. Pacman, the Senator Pacman who groped somebody in a uh, in a uh, in an elevator, groped a page in an elevator, lost his political career over it. He was a Republican. Clinton was accused of rape. And it's very clear that the possibility existed that he really did do that. He used his sex, his position of power to sexually harass women and had sexual relations with a woman in the White House, about which he lied to a grand jury. That is that is a clear dereliction of his own duty as the president of the United States. He's gone on to found the Clinton Foundation and to become a political powerhouse. Nixon. Uh, I had a few a few Nixon associates went to uh, the Watergate Hotel, Democratic National Committee headquarters, uh, stole some names. They, he tried to cover it up, got busted for it. 
Obama starts Crossfire Hurricane, which is an investigation using the Department of Justice to spy on a political opponent, literally weaponizing the FBI through fake, through fake documents, a dossier completely made up by the, the rival candidate, uh, Hillary Clinton. Research from the other guys. And he's living on Martha's Vineyard. Now, how does how does a guy go from, you know, a a a, a, a community activist to buying a twenty three million dollar home on Martha's Vineyard and rubbing elbows with the billionaires of the world and the celebrities of the world? I don't think you do that by being an honest politician. And look, Schumer, as you said, said if the if the, the Supreme Court decides in a way that is against what we think, they will reap the whirlwind. And what happens? A man shows up in front of Kavanaugh's house with a fucking murder kit. And thank God he turned himself in. Otherwise, um, there, we could we could have a, a, a dead a justice on our hand. As Prager says, truth is not a left wing ideal. And I sort of agree with this. One of the few things I agree with him on. It is not a left wing ideal. Um, and and for years and years and years, they've been battering uh, Clarence Thomas's uh, reputation as intellectually unvigorous. They claim that he's not curious, yada, yada, yada. yada. They try to paint him as a well, monolithic idea. That's just naked racism. And it's, Clarence it Thomas is of a lot of naked racism, as do most uh, 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 African-Americans who leave the progressive uh, plantation. Yeah. A man, a man who grew up in segregated South, who actually grew up in poverty that was the result of 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 um, of institutional racism, became the justice of the Supreme Court. And far from being not curious, he's one of the most intellectually consistent and vigorous people on the court. Indeed. And yet there's yeah, no is. indication that that his any particular decision has been influenced by anything like this. Uh, he has followed his ideology consistently, whether or not all his conservative friends happen to agree, by the way. Uh, and the only time I would say, hey, the other guy did it is a bad argument is when you are trying to exonerate your own guy. Mm -hmm. I am beginning to notice that, say, with, with Trump to some extent. Uh, but you make a good point. If it is hypocrisy and if the government is weaponizing the Justice Department, which I really think they are in a political way. I mean, you, no one can look in the last few years and see that uh, the tr treatment, for example, of classified documents between Mrs. Clinton and Mr. Trump is grotesquely partisan, obviously partisan. The Justice Department is covering up uh, the whole Hunter Biden scandal. That's obvious to anyone with two eyes in their head and a working functioning brain, uh, which may exclude the president. Uh, so you're absolutely right. Uh, the, the left is is much worse in this regard, I think, than the right is. And it is perfectly appropriate to point out hypocrisy if it does show their insincerity on the subject. And boy, are they insincere. Boy, are they blind on this. They have been on, uh, and the, the normal procedure for a Democrat is to go after the personality. They are the devil himself. We hate this guy. He's awful, awful, awful. And all they have to do is throw around words like billionaire gave $100,000 to, to Thomas, when in fact it was under the uh, disclosure ethics rules, if it was travel, food, and expense, normally those weren't covered. They clarified Normal this year, just because of Clarence Thomas, the, the ethics people clarified these rules and included travel expenses that are dot, 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 dot. So Clarence Thomas updated his disclosure. And boy, the disclosure was revealing. It showed that a friend of his, because of these threats against the Supreme Court, wanted him to take a private flight so that he wouldn't be subject to those dangers. And it was a friend of his who was a billionaire. 
Now, what's wrong with that? It doesn't affect any decision. But you see, if you're on the ideological right and you are friendly to uh, Clarence Thomas's wife and she's politically active, that is evil in itself as far as they're concerned. That makes them the devils themselves as far as the, the left is concerned. Uh, yeah. No question I mean, about it in my mind. <laughs> Uh, that's that's uh, that's that's just that's just terrifying. Um, it is, especially when, especially when you think of uh, not not to diverge too much. When you talk when the when the left claims to be the vanguard of uh, democracy, and one of the main accusations against Trump is how he tried to derail the democratic institutions of voting by 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 uh, screwing with Pence and. And, uh, and and trying not to get the electors confirmed and all that stuff. Uh, when you when you when you find out that fifty plus former intelligence agents signed on to a document claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, knowing the whole time that the FBI had already had this with, and it was legitimate for a couple legit. of years beforehand, but it gave it gave um, Biden a talking point in a debate that immediately dismissed it in the minds of most people, enabled social media to crush the news event. And when 30% of the population says they would have voted differently had they known this information was real, that's seriously screwing with the institution of our democracy. Yeah, they don't have mind lying and, and screwing with democracy or throwing elections. They had their, in fact, the government was high pressuring social media, Twitter and Facebook to not cover the Hunter Biden story. In fact, any fool could have, in fact, at the time it happened prior to the election, any, I myself checked it out and it was obvious that it was a genuine laptop. Now the FBI had had it for more than a year and they obviously had confirmed it was a genuine laptop. And yet they hid that evidence from other criminal investigators looking into Hunter Biden. Uh, there, uh, there's just one example. And as you, <laughs> my God, here they are uh, uh, <clears throat> going in a one-sided assault on these folks, ignoring, ignoring, in fact, dismissing anything on their side. This is the kind of case where hypocrisy and the other guy did it isn't really the, uh, the case here. These guys are on a one-sided jihad. They're attacking a constitutionally important uh, uh, element here of our government, and they don't have problem doing it. They don't have much respect for the Constitution. Uh, as far as they're concerned, the Constitution is this old slave document or whatever, and in their minds it is. And so their free speech is no longer a big, big issue on the left. But you're right. They knew about the And look at this. The entire uh, uh, national security intelligence leadership under Obama and some of them under George W. Bush joined and wrote this letter saying that this was Russian disinformation when any fool could have verified the Hunter laptop uh, 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 as being valid. And uh, that was a lie. And Joe Biden during the debate lied, outright lied about this. And no one in the left-wing media even cares about the many, many lies that Biden has told about meeting with Hunter's business partners, et cetera. There is a no-brainer case of a much bigger scale of influencing, influence peddling that actually could involve criminal activities. This, there is this, no and, such there, allegation. And yeah. they're trying to start a debate, in, uh, a, uh, a uh, impeachment inquiry now, actually going about it in the constitutional way, as opposed to Nancy Pelosi, which is another thing that should be brought out, 
for which these people should be held accountable for. At least the Republicans are trying to follow the Constitution and build an actual case, not present a one-sided perspective for the people to jaundice their perspective you know, for, for future uh, elections. It's, we live in frightening times where where the where, you know the left is using the system to as the pretense of following the law when in fact it's weaponizing the law and abusing the constitution while claiming we're just nobody is above the law look what we're doing to trump no everybody is within the protections nobody is above the law and then of course biden is above the law hillary clinton is above the law uh all these liars at the at the doj are above the law yep 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 it's like it's like the people who didn't believe oj did it they would say i remember them asking ron goldman uh senior where's uh where's the evidence that oj did it and ron (laughs) and goldman would say where isn't it why isn't isn't 400 pieces of evidence enough for you his blood their blood in his car his blood at their residence his blood victim and the defendant's bloods mixed together at his home it's and the same people are saying the same thing about biden and and his and junior hunter biden where is the evidence well now we have at least two whistleblowers in the irs who are saying the department of justice is indeed hampering our investigation um they they have phone calls and witnesses who claim that biden joe biden the big guy would be on the other line it wasn't just hunter using his father's name to profiteer for himself um as even Yaron brook thought you know there's really no evidence linking the two of them together i think there is now that is nonsense and there was evidence all along of that i hate you know i have a high degree of respect for Yaron brook i think he is a brilliant guy and on 99 percent of issues i have no problem agreeing with him on this one i just have to say from the outset it was obviously uh connected you can't you know a bribe can be given to a family member what are all of the nieces nephews grandchildren of biden getting uh foreign money for nothing well what the heck was hunter biden getting all these millions for absolutely nothing except connection to joe biden it's obvious to like i say if you got eyes in your head and your brain maybe it's my own prosecutorial background that makes it quite obvious to me but you can't say that uh somehow there's something wrong with Clarence Thomas and still say there's no connection between uh Hunter and Joe on this the oh yes between Hunter and Joe on a vastly greater scale of money being poured it's, into the body it's ginormous it's ginormous and it's ginormous. obvious but then but then it harkens back to that topic that we had last week James where we were talking about the psychoepistemology of tribalism and how people really are blind to the evils within their own tribe because exactly. they're I their ideal, their moral focus in the end is diminishing the other guy. It's not about self-assessment, finding truth within yourself, making yourself the best person and your tribe represent the, the best ideals. It's about killing the other guy. And that's it. You'll note the right when Roe versus Wade came down, they were very, very upset. They truly were upset. But you notice they didn't assault the institution. They worked over time, over decades, to get their guys into the Supreme Court to overturn that. I very much disagree with what they did. But at least they didn't set out to destroy a system with because of a decision they didn't like. The left has no such qualms. They are happy to destroy an institution, burn the whole damn house down, rather than get a decision they don't like. And 
it is a, a matter of personalities to them, not a matter of ideology. So, for example, I criticize Clarence Thomas on his ideology, on his ideology. Can't you guys just be honest and attack him for what you don't like, the ideology behind the, the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe? No, no, no. It's a personal issue. He's the devil himself because he disagrees with us. Okay, you guys are unhinged. It's all a matter of personality. It's a religious tribal attitude that our uh, leftist uh, uh, buddies are exhibiting here. No question. And one of the and one of the reasons Trump, I think, uh, resonates to so many people is because he actually fights fire with fire. Um, it's terrible, but he lowers himself to their level and is personal and personally attacks them and calls them terrible people, which, quite frankly, many of them are. But it's well, still and not Trump may be a terrible guy. I don't like the way he talked about and treated women either. But the point, though, is, is that Trump is sinking to exactly that level of personal demonization, emotionalism, tribalism. Uh, it's the only the other guy does does wrong and I can't do wrong. And using the accusations against him as a, uh, a political tool as a moral uh, fulcrum yeah and you know what and, and, and what's worse is that the, the people are so cynical out there in the world they think look if you want to fight dirty fighters you got to get a dirty fighter in there to do it with them you got to get somebody who's willing to do that we would say or at least let me speak for myself as an objectivist no you need a you need a steadfastly principled man Prince. in there who is rational, who knows exactly what to do. And frankly, if you see that person in front of these uh, gutter fighters, these street fighters, they, it's it's like a black belt in jujitsu fighting a street fighter. It, it, it wouldn't be a very fair or interesting fight. It would be over rather quickly. So the Democrats corrupt the system and what's the Republican response? Well, let's do, to be just as corrupt and attacking the system and nasty and personal and emotionalist in our arguments, non-ideological, non-philosophical, not principled in our argument. Let's use the same kind of ugly, nasty tactics that the left uses. That's what Donald Trump has done. You're exactly correct. This is one of the reasons I think Vivek, as bad as he may be for a lot of us on certain levels, I, I, he, he experienced a big jump after the debate, which the right tried to deny for a long time. I predicted that that would happen because he's extremely articulate and he takes their criticisms and he's able to show them in extremely articulate and everyday language why they're wrong. And he he he, he calls out guys like Governor Christie who are just gutter snipe. The way they fight is just dirty, disgusting politics. And he shows them up for the for the crappy people they think they are. When they say he has no gravitas, there's not a single person on that podium who has gravitas. <laughs> Forgive me for saying that, unless you consider gravitas being a part of the, admin, uh, the, the, the establishment. We have to wrap up. Go ahead. <laughs> no, just Christy Pence. I mean, you go down the list, most of those guys don't have any gravitas. In my get, get them out. Get them out. Right. So uh, we, we have to wrap up quickly, but we have some super yeah. touch. Uh, Keanu Pellegrino for $2. Great topic. Hi, Dad. What's up, girl? Uh, that's good. Uh, get on that exercise bike. Uh, uh, Jonathan Honig for $9.99. Always great to see you out there, Jonathan. Also, Jonathan Honig for $0.99. Cents. Thank you guys for your contributions. Remember to like and subscribe this content. We need this content to... Uh, expand. This is philosophy for the every man. Okay. Everybody can understand objectivism. Everybody can apply it to their daily life because that's what it's for. It's a philosophy for life. Upcoming shows, the reality show at 6 p.m. UK time, which is coming up in just three minutes uh, on how France is taking over Europe. 
holy cow, we know what happened the last time that happened. It wasn't fun. Let's hope it doesn't go in the same Napoleonic route that it went last time. James, it's always been, uh, it's always a pleasure talking with you. We have to do this as often as possible. Yes, Thanks sir. for unpacking. Thanks for unpacking this for me, folks. Anytime, I hope you, brother. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you get a lot out of James. I get a lot out of James. And always remember to check your premises. Peace.